0: Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. We got a special edition. Seems like it's all I'm doing anymore special editions. We're like out of kilter with our normal schedule, but fuck it. That's what makes it fun, right? Yeah. So we got Ryan Collin, your host here. We have a special guest.
1: I am Dan Williams with the uh, Pamela Sue Project. Ooh. Oh yeah, fancy oh girl. Fancy, hey, <laughs> I'm here, man. I am
0: excited to be here. Yeah, Dan um, is an avid listener. We've mentioned him on quite a few podcasts.
1: Yeah, um, name name dropped and then called me out and like, Dan's not going to like this for calling me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, all in fun, right? I, you texted me and you were like, you're going to laugh and you're going to giggle, and then as soon as I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, and then when I heard that spot, I'm like he's right i was absolutely laughing at that so yeah so we are on location (laughs) at his
0: house doing a a special podcast to bring him into the mix and talk about uh an upcoming event we have coming up here in what a week and a half or so june 4th so real quick yeah you've been planning this shit for a while now yeah
1: it's been uh we started planning in in january um so yeah we'll uh Certainly get into that. It's we'll, good stuff. And yeah. Just Let's, to preface, we'll, if you hear any random uh, clicks or clatters, it's it's my house. Yeah. So. so we've been trying to put this together
0: for a couple of weeks, in between everybody in Earth being sick and mm-hmm. just you know just schedules not working, uh, just made it happen came made it over to dan's house
1: so we're on location so bear mm-hmm. with us
0: with any background noises we, Yeah, so uh, any we normal
1: s- any normal stuff you know i'll take the blame any anything out of the norm again the we're the we're the terrible outdoorsmen, not the perfect yeah. outdoorsman we're not the... in we're not in the studio we're on location with this shit so yeah. you know when i heard be... that you guys were doing this podcast i'm like man if i have never heard of a podcast that's more directed towards me <laughs> <laughs> because i'm that guy Like I'm, I'm the guy that when you guys were talking, it was a couple episodes ago to where I think Bob was saying something like, uh, he's like, man, is this guy going to make the cut? You know, he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, it's not, no, like that's me. (laughs) So if, if I ever come fishing with you, Bob, like just, uh, just know that I've got a lot to learn. So.
0: (laughs) I don't know, you did pretty good that last year we went out in Kensington quite a bit. Was... Yeah,
1: saying the guy that first cast caught a bass, and then he looks over and he's like, oh, yep, got another one. Oh, yep. So we were there for 20 <laughs> minutes, and he's got 10 fish on board already. Yeah. Mm. Make we'll a, get into that story.
0: Making a mess of yeah. things. So tell us about Dan. Tell, who the hell are you? Give yourself an intro to yeah. the, the podcast world. So this is your first one. This is
1: my first. This is like the first podcast I've ever been a part of. So I... Uh, I grew up in Redford, so I know uh, you guys are all familiar with Redford, and I graduated from high school there, and, you know, Thurston High School, go Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seems like an eternity ago, man. Um, Life just seems to just cruise by when you're having fun, and that's kind of what what I've been doing. I got married a couple years ago, Um, just, you know. COVID wedding? COVID, yeah, COVID wedding. We had uh, 150 people planned, and then we went from that to – like 30 and it was awesome 30 and then it was like video yeah. on facebook yeah I remember denise and i watching that shit yeah yeah, yeah. it was like uh it's a pretty unique time man it's gonna be uh gonna be something that we can we can have that story and you know we it'll, we we will be in the, the history books
0: for sure Definitely. like our grandkids are going to be reading about like yeah covid what is covid yeah. oh for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah grandma and grandpa got married during covid oh my gosh you know yeah. and that's that's gonna be the thing for our generation man that's uh it's yeah, pretty pretty it's, crazy it's time real thing who knows it never wants to go away so yeah you know we'll just uh just keep hoping and praying that it does so yeah. you know yep but uh but yeah so i live uh live here in canton and uh my wife and I have a golden retriever, Hank. He's uh, he's the most stubborn golden retriever you'll meet. But that's did you that kind name of, the dog or did he come with the, the oh, name? Oh, we named him. Oh, that's fucking awesome. So is it any re- is it any reference
0: to Hank Williams?
1: Not until after oh. we realized that our last name was Williams and we named oh. the dog Hank. <laughs> like, oh shit, that's awesome. We though. named the dog Hank Williams. Cool. <laughs> 'Cause it was we, we took him to the vet and she was like, Oh, Hank Williams, that's amazing. Named him after the singer, the country singer and my wife and I looked at each other like oh, We did. Okay, that's, we're just gonna go with it. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, wifey. Yeah. Um So you didn't even realize you're naming it after No, well will see my my family has a seasons. trend. Yeah. So my family has a trend of uh of naming our dogs after like hockey players. It's so like my uncle has a Sergei, you know, after Sergei Fedorov and my um my childhood <laughs> my childhood dog's name was Kozlov after <laughs> <All right. laughs> All right. right. A, a Russian dog name, but it was Ru- after, you know, the Vyacheslav Kozlov. And the, Ru- in the, the Russian five. You know, in the mid 90s, you know, I mean, it was. Uh, it was Dude, that <laughs> was a what great an, what era, era
0: in hockey, though. It was, man. Like, we I, were spoiled. I bet you're yeah. not the only person that named. People probably named their fucking kid Kozlov <laughs> and Sergey <laughs> after them. Like, yeah. 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 People are crazy. Like, that, yeah. was, that was a
1: great era for oh, Detroit sports in general, but. It was for sure, and, and besides uh, the Detroit Lions, we had a we had a dog named Draper, <laughs> and the dog was a it was a beagle husky mix, hmm. and it, yeah, think so, about it. So is is yeah. Hank named after Zetterberg then? Yeah, so we okay. named him after Zetterberg. Okay. Yeah, that that was because that was what we were going for. I and like then, Hank Williams way better, but yeah. but Zetterberg's a good yeah. one too. I know, and they uh, <laughs> it was just funny because that's what the nurse said, and or the nurse, my wife's a nurse, so you know I say nurse, but. Uh, that's what the what the vet said, so nice but but yeah so we've uh we've got a pontoon boat and we've got a a fishing boat and uh we've got a place up in our over in cold water um that we uh we have our our camper at a seasonal site, so we get to uh enjoy that you know now it's starting to get nice yeah. finally it tried to stay cold tried to stay cold on us for a long time and yeah. yeah see that's my house making noises that's my arm because i put it on the table don't touch the table dang it <laughs> yeah that place in cold water looks sweet it man. is it really is you know there's uh there's a ton of people it looks relaxing as <clears> hell <throat> it is there's there's five lakes that are attached maybe maybe more maybe six but um they're all connected to each other so you can go on like a you know whole afternoon cruise and come back and get some lunch and then, you know, go do it again for the evening, little sunset cruise, you know. So it's a uh, super nice work site, you know, we're brand new into camping and, and that whole scene. And it's really, you know, it's really something that we're we're really looking forward to, you know, yeah. doing the summer. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sweep, And then, so you don't have your, is your pontoon down there now? It is. Yep. It's on water. Yeah. We already got a call that our cover was flying off. So, yeah, welcome to the welcome to the neighborhood. Your covers yeah. flying off. So you you gotta make go friends with somebody. Button that's, that up there. for me, would you? Because so. there's probably people
0: that stay there all year long, right? Yeah, all the, summer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's there's people that stay there from literally from April fifteenth when it opens until I think it's like the second or third week in October when it shuts down. So, yeah. so what are you doing with your bass boat? Um, my bass boat's gonna stay out there. Um, i'm gonna keep it there just gonna double boat it out
0: there yeah
1: pretty much yeah so i mean any fishing that i'm gonna do out there it's pretty much gonna be there anyway i'm gonna try to spend pretty much my whole you know summer out there as much as i can at least and any free time that i have out there for fishing you know if we if we're not entertaining because it's hard to entertain on the fishing boat you know i mean it's only 18 foot but yeah um but yeah, it's uh, that's about putting meat on the boat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. I think it'll be uh, it'll be cool, and we're just gonna, you know, there's there's a bunch of lakes up there that aren't aren't a part of the the chain, so we can just you know keep it on the trailer and take yeah, it wherever. That, that's so. easier to trailer. The pon- yeah, pontoons sure. are a bitch to
0: so launch is, and man. unlaunch. Yeah, it
1: takes takes me two minutes to put the fishing boat on the trailer and call it, call it a day to yeah. put the pontoon. It's <clears throat> a little more moving around and muscle muscling yeah. it to get it on that trailer. So. So your pontoon was in Kensington
0: last year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we we made it out a couple times we last year. You yeah, I slept there. It was fun to go out after work. Oh, yeah, it was nice. It was, it was perfect because it was close to my house. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was far from your house. Like, I'm 10 minutes from that, Lily. Yeah, I mean,
1: know? it took us, you know, 25 minutes to get up there, so it's not yeah. too bad. Yeah, not well, now
0: terrible. I've got a pass. I bought a pass this year for my boat and trailer, so okay. I keep my boat in my house. So Yeah. Now we can just, after work, you can just mosey on up there perfect. and we'll take my boat out. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah. So nine- talk about our first outing out there. <sighs> my goodness. Let's get deep into that story.
1: Yeah, yeah. real deep. So, uh, <clears throat> real so, deep. I, I think that was the day that the engine tried blowing up on us too, right? Where the, uh, where it started like overheating and we had to like oh, turn yeah, it off. yeah, cause you,
0: it was globs of weeds yeah, on his shit
1: yeah the the kensington gave us party favors that day with uh you know weeds everywhere so oh my god that lake gets so choked out it does man And that was one of the bad things about you know out there for us but don't get me wrong if anybody that likes kensington you know I'm not trying to talk bad about them but uh you know the the whole getting and navigating from point a to b was a little a little bit uh difficult sometimes just because yeah. you had to you know try not to go through anything any, anything too thick you know
0: yeah, so yeah
1: or you just gotta know to
0: keep an eye on your gauges and make sure yeah, your, yeah, for your sure. motor's not overheating yeah. so
1: so yeah we get out there yeah so we get out there and we're motoring out and you know ryan's already got his stuff and you know we we're just chit-chatting you know talking on the family you know talking about the family seeing so, you how everybody's going and doing and i'm like all right let's start here you know it was like my One of my, like, go-to spots with the, you know, the two trees on the shoreline and everything. That's where I kind of always started my day and, you know, kind of let the wind push us into the island over by the, you know, I think it was was the the East Boat Launch, I think, is where where we were kind of at. And, yeah, so we go over there and, you know, Ryan was like, uh, got one. I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) We haven't even... (laughs) I haven't even turned the boat off yet. <laughs> he's like, and of course, he's laughing just like that, right? You know? <laughs> you know? I'm like, what the hell, yeah, man? Yeah, literally, as soon as the lure hit the water, yeah. I dropped it on its face. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. holy cow. <clears throat> like, that was amazing, man. So he, like, reels it in, you know? He's like, and I, I think it was a bass. Like, the first couple were bass. Like, we caught a, a mix of, like, pike and bass that day. Yeah. You know? And so we get to that, like, spot in between the island... Like, in between the two islands there by that boat launch. And uh, you catch another bass. And it was, like, on your, like, third cast. And I still I don't even think I've, I've like, casted, casted my pole at this point yet. I'm <laughs> like, know what good it was, lord. I, I casted
0: that lure, like, maybe ten times. I don't even know if I made it ten times. And I'm like... Eh, I'm not digging it. I just wasn't feeling the lure. And I'm like, eh, probably just I like, dropped it on its face. It's probably not anything <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm, oh, I'm that's gonna, right. I'm going to pu- right. put a different lure on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was the first cast of that lure. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught yeah. another
1: one. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that, <laughs> that is so true
0: because I, <clears throat> <clears throat> you know. That happened like three more times. Yeah. Same thing. I'd, I'd catch one and then I'd 10, 15 casts later. I'm like, yep. all right, I'm bored of this lure. Yeah throw
1: another lure on first cast oh yeah yeah you're so right that is absolutely exactly mm-hmm. what happened and uh yeah i mean my reaction was like are you kidding me i
0: think yeah. it was like i think it was like five times no exaggeration yeah. Yeah, five times definitely. that first cast with that lure i i hooked into a fish son of a
1: bitch and of course me i'm over here like um I got a grass bath. Um, Ryan, uh, I don't know if I can tie this properly. Uh, he's like, yeah, because you're trying to uh, tie braid around a, you know, whatever. He's just giving me a hard time. but No, uh, I wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, needless to say, it was a, uh, I, I think I caught one that day. I, I and think that I... was like right at the end, and I got it up to the boat and shook off. <laughs> Well, Plus yeah, because remember,
0: I after I caught like I don't know six or seven, I put on a sinko worm. Oh yeah, and it was I think it was the first cast with a sinko worm. Yeah, it was,
1: but that was a mega bass that you caught. Yeah,
0: that was that huge. That boy was, and I think big. I I think I used that the rest of the night, and yeah. I just started picking them off. And then you put one on, and I think that's what you caught yours on.
1: Yeah, I think so. Sinko yeah, tried so need, and true. Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it was um that lake. It's just so touchy. Yeah, you know we've been we've been hit or miss at that lake time and time again and i feel like the more fish i caught out there during my time was was you know just pike right so so it see, was I'm nice all to, about the pike but you don't like catching nah, you are the pike king of michigan man see that's that's what i'm saying i see i think pike are nasty and oh, uh you know you guys are into it and i just think uh so my family had why a, do you,
0: why do you think they're nasty because they're
1: just slimy, slimy. and teethy yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> yeah no thanks
0: yeah um, but to me there's nothing better than when a pike slams a lure a uh, Bass yeah. just they don't hit the same way walleye don't no. hit the same way they, they don't slap they don't <laughs> they don't man especially when you're using braid and it's so sensitive like mm-hmm. oh man that's spring pike fishing is where i'm at yeah. summer summer that's when i
1: switch over to muskie and bass so yeah. Yeah. yes i know they uh i when we were up at the camper in cold water we were on the pontoon last couple weeks ago and a Couple casper catching some bass, so it's nice to see you know we'll be able to target some bass and catch some bass up there, so that'll be uh that'll be cool, but yeah, the um back to Kensington, man, you know that <laughs> that place is just so hit or miss you know in regards to like the the fish are touchy, right okay. I feel like every story that I've heard from friends or family, it's like, yeah, we've either had a really successful day over there or we haven't had a good day at all so. Yeah.
0: I think with that lake, just from what I've seen, the biggest thing is pressure. That lake gets mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. They have frequent. They have
1: tournaments out there. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah. Usually, a lot of times there's um, like professional tournaments. Like Kevin Van Dam's out there pretty mm. often. Jeez. So it's it's known as like a world class mm. bass fishery. It really is. So Kent uh, Lake, Kent Lake. Yep. Jeez. Yep. But I even without that, like that between the kayakers, the the recreational pontooners, the uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you shit, we saw a hot air balloon last year landing <laughs> on the yeah, water. That was like, cool, yeah. the commotion that that lake yeah. gets, I think that shuts that lake yeah. down more than anything. Because anytime I've done get out there, it's been like first thing in the morning mm-hmm. before anybody's been out there or, or during the week. Like, when we had success, it was during the week where you just don't see as much traffic yeah. on a weekend. That lake, poof. I mean, there's a reason there's a speed limit on it. Like, you can't oh, make yeah. a wake or anything. Or maybe it's what, 10 miles per hour or something? 10, yeah. Something like that. So, like, there's a reason because it, there's, kayakers galore so that's always been my thought with that lake i like it. i've done really well like that's not the first time i've gone out there and caught a dozen fish yeah. but i've also gone out there and not seen a fish yeah um, no, i, hear I saw a gar out there one time that was that dude that dude was four feet long <laughs> and we were in a little 14 foot aluminum boat denise's Jeez. brother's boat and uh it was me her and ryan my oldest son when he was little he was like four 'Cause he was just playing over the like side of the boat splashing. He didn't even want to fish. And we were just like sitting in a spot. I don't know what we were doing. I looked back and it looked like a log. And I'm like, <laughs> the fuck is that? And all of a sudden it started moving. And I'm it, I mean, it's like three feet from me, like next to the boat. And I'm like, What the fuck is that? I I don't know if I'd ever seen a gar bike in the water yeah. like that. Like that thing was huge. And I showed it to Denise and she started freaking out and I'm like i mean it was cool to see now in retrospect by the time i'm like uh give me the fuck out of here yeah
1: no for sure <laughs>
0: well that's good stuff i think uh well then we went out what two weeks later after that and now did we catch i don't even caught anything do we maybe one
1: fish yeah but that day it was like the, the weather was wonky that day too i think we were there were yeah. storms mm-hmm. it was like raining and storming oh, at your house right. and it wasn't so yeah. i think it was a it was just yeah. an interesting weather day anyway so yeah but uh but yeah, man, that was uh, that that whole change the lure, catch a fish thing. That was that was a pretty cool deal.
0: That, was, uh, that <laughs> so, was. So you and I have a terrible outdoorsman story. I thought about it earlier at work today. Uh-oh. Do you remember it? The first time we went fishing, it was on. We were on your boat, right? No, nope. yeah. my brother's. My brother's old boat. the okay. Gambler. Yeah, so that was a long time ago. It was a long ass time ago. So you'll have to again refresh my memory. So it was out in Woodland. Okay. Up in Brighton, you me and Denise went out there. Mm-hmm. And we went out same thing. Like we went out after work and I, I didn't have a boat at the time, so I think Bobby had just gotten this boat. Uh, actually I know he did because it was like I remember the carpet still being like the original old ass carpet. And I don't know if I'd ever ran that boat before. <laughs> so but he let me take Let's it. Take my buddy out. Yeah, take my buddy <laughs> out and take Denise out. Like, yeah, that's fine. And we I remember we caught quite a few fish. Like I caught some monster bass and yeah i remember turning like one of the biggest pikes i've ever seen out there <laughs> but we were loading the boat up and the strap broke oh that's right do you remember that <laughs> that's right i don't that- remember i think i didn't back the trailer in far enough so i'm like trying to pull this heavy ass boat
1: oh, up yeah. without
0: the trailer being in the water far enough because i first time launching i launched my dad's boat for years i mean again this was dude this had to have been over 10 years ago oh easily yeah, like it's yeah. a long time ago. I was a rookie. Man,
1: that's right.
0: And uh, so I'm I'm trying to crank the boat up, and I remember it being like, "Or no, you were cranking it up because you broke it." Technically, it, it was me. So you're cranking <laughs> it up, and it, and I definitely remember the boat not being in far enough, and like you're cranking, and you're like, "Man, this is tough as fuck," and all of a sudden, pow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole fucking strap breaks, and that shit's rated for like ten thousand yeah, pounds. And yeah. granted, it was probably old as hell. Yeah, and I'm like. What the fuck do we do? Oh my God. Irma Gerd. what are we doing? Ryan's going to kill me. He's never going to invite me out again. Well, I'm thinking like my brother's never going to let me borrow his fucking boat again. And uh, I remember just tying a knot around it. And I think we backed the boat in farther because yeah. I came to my senses and, and it loaded up fine. I remember having to buy him a new strap. Yeah. Um,
1: sorry, Bob. Of... For the record, uh, sorry about that. I'll send him the yeah. bill. Yeah. You still owe me, you yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah invoice me
0: that- <laughs> yeah, but it was a true like one of those like god i'm an idiot why did yeah you know just like, wow. it might have broke anyways because again that strap could have been toast because yeah. he had just gotten that boat and man it was that was old as hell that
1: was i mean what is it tw- so it's 2020 well denise and i've been married what thir- almost
0: 13 years now and Jeez. so it was shortly after well we were working together at blockbuster yeah, that's right and nobody listening knows what the fuck that even means
1: <laughs> <laughs> shit i don't even know what it means anymore all <laughs> oh, right yeah i
0: mean so fuck that had to have been 09 the company folded 10. in 11 yeah so it had to have been 09
1: yeah, yeah we're talking like 12 13 years ago wow that was a long yeah, time now, ago man. now that boat had the uh the hot foot on it right yep. the, the pedal yeah yeah because yep. yeah. i remember that was the first time i'd ever seen anything like that in my yeah. life yeah and uh because you know the the boat you know my grandpa's boat that i grew up fishing on you know it was just a you know standard like console throttle yeah. you know so it never had anything like that so yeah that's uh man what a what a
0: good yeah, memory that that hot foot it, ended up ripping out of the floor one year we were up north um at winya on our big trip and i remember i remember like where we were at we were way up on the other side of the fucking lake and that thing rips out of the floor. Bobby goes to step on it to get up on plane, and it rips out. And he's like, "What the fuck do I do?" Because without that being secured to the floor, there's it needs so much. You got to put so much pressure on that. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just like squeeze it to give a yeah. throttle. Like it takes a lot of force you can't to put up your armpit. It. Yeah, <laughs> like that a that, <laughs> that ain't happening. So I don't remember how we did it. I think he just found some new screws and yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that was that boat was a wreck.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that was funny. So, yeah. go, was go, wood, Woodland, right? You said it was it Woodland, was woodland lake? yeah. Oh, yeah, man, what a good yep. memory.
0: Yep. Wow, that's a that's a good lake. We just went out there. Uh, that was our first outing, actually, with Bobby and Jimmy went out there, and we did really well. Nice. I think we boated five or six fish, but um, nice. we actually tied into probably a dozen in like a three four hour hour outing. So awesome! It was pretty good. You Guys, out, out there like first lake. thing in
1: the morning, or are you out there in the? Evening we went out there in the
0: morning. We we got out there. Well, if you listen to the podcast, I know
1: you did. I'm a couple behind.
0: No, this was this was a while ago. I, I remember Bob telling the story, but it was uh it was when his battery went dead. Uh, okay. it was the it was the first outing. Um and we went to we the boat wasn't even in the water and I went to check his trolling motor and it was dead than disco. So <laughs> he went up to we launched the boat. Jimmy and I went out like fishing with the big motor and he went out and bought the battery and came back and yeah, it was It was a big, big mess.
1: Good times. Again,
0: this is why we're named Terrible Outdoors because we everybody should learn from the shit that we do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So definitely one of the things I wanted to I wanted to talk about is you did a lot of work to your grandpa's boat. Yeah. You just brought that up. So go into that. Like where where did that boat? I guess tell me the whole story about that. Cause I don't know if I ever heard the whole story about how you got the boat and you, I know you completely fixed the fucker up. And...
1: Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's one of the coolest stories. Uh, and I love telling the story because it means so much to me. Um, so basically my, my grandpa owned this, uh, footsteps. Welcome Free. to my, welcome to my home. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so my grandfather owned this uh it's this 89 bash tracker it's 18 foot it has a uh evan 110 on the back so you know it it does it, its job you know it, it goes from point a to b shits and gets yeah and i mean so it's an 88 evan and it's an 89 hull, and um so he bought this thing back i want to say maybe 92 93 and um my grandmother hated him for it, like she she was on the verge of like divorcing him over this boat because she she just didn't believe in the fact that he needed that boat at that time in his life, and he did. Yep. So my dad and grandfather went and picked it up um, in like like Christmas time of like '94, I want to say. We'll call it 94. I, it, it was around then, but uh, so they went and picked it up, and he kept that boat in like tip top shape. Yeah. I mean, as tip top as you can possibly keep a boat. And he never like that boat never saw storage in the outside- in the outside. It was always stored inside, always uh you know, he's always cleaning it, always doing the the maintenance and everything like that. And um, you know, so I grew up fishing on that boat and it mean it meant a lot and it still does mean a lot to me to this day. And um, you know, it it it's one of those things like nobody really understands how much it means to you because that's just your thing, man. Yeah. You know, I like, think that's just it means a lot to you, and it's kind of hard to explain why. And it's just because it's Grandpa's boat. And so, ladies, if your husband says he needs a boat, he needs a fucking
0: boat. Yeah, just buy him a boat for deeper He'll reasons just, than yeah. you can ever imagine. Especially if I,
1: it's got sentimental value. When to a guy it, so. says he needs a boat, I yeah. need a
0: boat. And like my wife did the same thing when I got my boat from my uncle after he passed. Like. She, I, she never said a word. Like mm-hmm. she knew it was going to cost a whole yeah. bunch of money because I had to. For put, sure. I had to put money into it. I yep. had to buy a new motor. Like I've dumped a couple thousand dollars yep. into it. But you know what? She didn't say a word. Right. So, so and I know you put a lot of work into that thing because you you yeah. were
1: calling me like once a week. Like how do I do this? Oh, how do I do that? Definitely. So yeah. So then, uh about I don't know, fifteen years go by. My grandpa still has it. And it was always my dream to, you know own that boat and have my name on the engine because it was hit. He has his name on the side of the engine, you know, it's kind of the thing to do right back in the day. And I grew up always wanting my name to be on the, on the other side or like somewhere on the engine. And, uh, so the, I want to say it was probably 2008, 2009. Um, my, so my grandmother had passed, yeah, my grandmother passed in 08 and like 2010, 2011 area. Um, he, kept it outdoors for one winter and he had it covered and the cover had a, a crack in it or a rip mm. in it and out of habit of not pulling his plug, his drain plug from keeping it indoors all the time, um, he left it plugged and it filled up with water over wintertime, and basically dry rotted and ruined everything. So, Jesus. yeah. So like all the wiring, so there was just like, there's oil in it and there's, you know, it was all just a terrible, terrible situation yeah. you know yeah. to where basically he was like i'm gonna let it sit and i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna do anything with it so um so i told him you know i was like hey i'll I'll buy this boat off of you i'll fix it And he said to me no he was like absolutely nope. not he was like i don't want you to be stuck with the bill i don't want you to be stuck with having to fix this up typical you know grandpa yep. looking out for you you yep. know yep and um so he, sold he it. probably doesn't understand the sentimental value. Nobody does. Right. Exactly. Nobody does. Yeah. He doesn't understand no. what it would mean to you to have that boat. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And still to this day, I don't think he quite gets it. Yeah. You know, I think he's starting to understand now, but he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, at, at first, yeah. he didn't quite understand. Yeah. But um, so fast forward a couple years go by, and I think it was two years ago. Um, yeah, I've had it for two years now. So I met my wife, Sarah, in 2015. And so my grandpa had sold that boat to my uncle. And my uncle said, like, he's going to fix it. And, you know, he's going to do this and that with it. And he never did. So my wife got wind of it that my uncle wasn't going to do anything. And so my wife went and bought the boat for my uncle and had it delivered to me at my house on my <laughs> birthday, like three years, two years ago. And, um, let's just say, you know, like bald, like a little baby girl, (laughs) you know, I mean, it was just, it it, It it just meant so much to me, man, to have that boat. And, um, you know, and so funny story about the transport of that boat from my uncle's house to my, to my house, my, my dad had went and picked it up and he was using my truck for something. He told me he needed to use my truck to like move, (laughs) move some stuff or whatever. (laughs) And, uh. So he goes and he he gets the boat and for whatever reason the chains pop and the like for whatever reason he like hears something pulling, whatever, and he looks back and like the boat is literally like or not the chain, the ball popped. And so literally the boat is like just tugging along on these chains. And my dad's like, What am I gonna do? (laughs) You know, so so they get it figured out and they, they finally, get, so it almost didn't make it to me. Oh my God. So that's they almost, good, that's a good, terrible outdoorsman yeah, story there. Yeah. They almost crashed and burn with that thing. So, um, but yeah, so I was lucky enough to have it, you know, and I'm lucky enough to have it now and I'm, I'm very, very proud of it. And so, um, with some help with some friends and stuff, they, uh, cause I don't know anything about this stuff, right? Like it's, it's still pretty new to me. I always went out and just did fishing. You know, yeah. I was always fishing. I was always just there to kind of hang out and yeah. you know do whatever. But um, yeah, so my wife actually rewired my my wife rewired the whole entire boat. I mean, she watched <laughs> that's a good lady right there. Yeah, she watched countless hours of YouTube, countless hours of research and all that stuff just to rewire that boat. And I'll be damned if we didn't start that boat up the first try, man. I mean, yeah. it just turned over and it. I mean, it was you know we changed some spark plugs and did some stuff to it and. You no, know, we needed some, you know, some general maintenance that needed to be done. And <clears throat> yeah, I mean, La- she,
0: ladies, that's a little, you know,
1: yeah, tidbit of information yeah. for you there. Like, become an electrician, the bar, skilled <laughs> trades. The bar was set pretty yeah. high for you. Oh, she yeah. did such a good job. And, uh, yeah. you had some
0: issues with the boat the first time you took it out, though, didn't you?
1: Yeah, uh, it almost sank. well, I wasn't yeah. even thinking that, but no. okay. Oh, shit, yeah, it definitely almost sank. That's
0: a bit of an issue. Um,
1: and it wasn't because the the plug, I mean, the plug was in. Um, we were at, um, that's my dog, right? I think it's my doggy. Oh, yeah, he's chewing on a bone. Oh, well, that's all right. he's gonna join us today. He's good. But, yeah, so we went out to uh, Chemung, Lake Shemung, and um, we were, we were rolling along and kind of, uh, all of a sudden we were like, yeah, we're gonna be done because it was getting really hot and, um, we're like yeah we're gonna you know pack it up for the day and it was already probably i don't know twelve thirty or so and um you start the engine up fire it and i like you know go to get it up on plane it was like burr, burr. and i'm like uh-oh something's wrong and so I get the engine fired back up and we were going i was like you know started going a little slower and you know then all of a sudden i try to get it up on plane again and i was like hmm, <laughs> again right <laughs> And so I was like at this point, you know, like something's up. So I look in the back hatch and the back hatch is like completely full of water. Like almost up to the like the the top of the deck. <laughs> like and it's a you know, it's a, a tournament TF, eighteen hundred tracker tournament TF. Yeah. So it's it's a shallow boat. And there was a lot of water back there. And we were like, holy crap. And luckily we were pretty close to the launch. Yeah. So we put that old Mincota <laughs> trolling motor back in the water and we booked it <laughs> and we got it out And man my i mean we obviously we instantly turned on the um uh bill's pump. pump yeah and it ran for probably 45 minutes jeez yeah and so what happened was the uh it was the intake line for the live wells yep. were corroded yep. and that was that's kind of what it so we basically just plugged those two in intake outtake off. off yep. and um you don't have a live well in it currently. No, nope. nope. <laughs> which I'm okay with. You know, for what the fishing I'm going to be doing. So I'm, my boat, I had the same right. issue.
0: My the line was was broken because it's just a plastic line, it break, mm-hmm. and so I just replaced the line, and uh, it was an easy fix. But I you hear about that a lot. Like actually, up at Winya this, this year, the Tom, one of the guys that came up, brought his boat. He had to trailer it every day because about every thirty minutes he'd have to kick his bill, John. Mm just to run it because it was water was leaking in from his live well whether it was you know around the seal of it or maybe it was the hose he didn't know but it was just flowing in enough to where every 30 minutes he had to kick the switch on but i hear that a lot of and actually bobby had the same issue he had he ended up plugging every hole in the back of that boat (laughs) he fucking plugged it he had like
1: six plugs on that thing and uh yeah, you hear about that a lot, though. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, we, I mean, we were just so concerned because we thought like the transom was cracked. You yeah. know, we thought something was, you know, aesthetically yeah. wrong. So we were like, you know, obviously thinking the worst because it's like, yep. oh boy, here we go. But, yep. but yeah, man, my my wife took that thing. We we cleaned it up, and it's it looks like it's brand new, man. It does. So, yeah, you I mean, showed me the pictures. I've never actually yeah. seen this boat in person. Yeah, it uh, so. the pictures are sharp though. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, very proud of it. And I I would love to take credit for being able to do it, but I can't. If my wife ever listens to this and I don't give her credit. She, she better just, listen to it, damn she it. She just put a bullet in my head.
0: So. I'm going to tell her before I leave here. She better listen yeah. to, well, what to you this should do. and all other corresponding <laughs> yeah. podcasts. Yeah, for sure. I showed her the... Uh, this is episode 11, just 11? 11. 11. Wow
1: is so How many we've been and we, doing, and we didn't even snort. Well, so we should say, <laughs> I, you know, this is Bob. a
0: very yeah. thrown together thing. Yeah. after work. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it as I was yeah. like five minutes away, and it doesn't I'm like, feel
1: enough, feel good enough. Yeah. What? Well, but what we do
0: have is some some Jefferson. Ooh, yes. Uh, is, it, is it a bourbon? It's a high end bourbon. I've never had it, but it's tasty. Cheers. So cheers. Yeah. That's our it's
2: snort. That's <laughs> yeah, my
0: favorite part. If I snort this, I'm going. I'm sleeping on this couch, mm-hmm. man. Going night night. I'm
1: sitting on a bed, so mm-hmm. go <laughs> cool. all right. You can snuggle with Steve Eichmann's, uh Stevie and, and Hank and, 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 and yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. yeah, you got a yeah. lot of gear, uh, yeah. decor down here. Yeah, you like can, uh, yeah, we got our uh, my wife's Bob Ross painting over there. I don't really know what that is, but it's a ha- those she, are happy trees. She thinks it looks cool. Happy little trees. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's nice, but it's like. Gold yeah. Dust, the wrestler, painted that paint yeah. for us. <laughs> oh man, Rass, wrestling! Yeah. I used to be, yeah. my, I used to thing, be my shit back in the day. This thing
0: over here is my my very first shooting vest. So yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to get into that. So, but let's finish up your boat. So what yeah. was wrong with the motor that it was
1: bogging out? Nothing. It was just so full of water, it wouldn't go anywhere. I thought you had, uh, I thought you had to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the oil mixture or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what we did is there. Yeah. So there was a. Um, so the the original issue that we had with the with the boat it was that the oiler because it has an oiler system. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word for it or term for it, but that's what I'm going to call it. So for this podcast, yeah. it works. If everybody wants to correct me on it, go for it. But um, but yeah, so there was the like trolls a, will get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like when you say the fourteen times. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but no, so there was an oiler that basically automatically fed oil into my fuel. Yeah. So it, like, mixed the fuel for you, yeah. right? So that thing was underwater. It was ruined. The yeah. lines were all corroded. So we're so that was one of the main issues is that we weren't getting the right fuel to oil mixture. Right. Um, so now so, you
0: end up mixing it yourself? Yep. Before so you I just it mix it. Yeah. So
1: I got this little, I think you guys were talking about it. You have, like, a a little, like, bottle that you have mm-hmm. and it says how many ounces or whatever. Yep. And you just pour it in there and Follow however many up. ounces you just fill it up. Yep. So granted, yep. I feel like my fuel tank is like a thousand gallons with the amount of fuel I have to put in that thing. Well, but yeah. Now do you <laughs> just put regular in that do you put in the, high speed?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, the premium. high speed. Yeah. So it's oh, my, man. they my... say that's that high speed stuff is is really good for pretty much any any boat engine. I have not switched to it with my yeah. boat, but my boat I don't know if I should run it with my boat. I've never really looked into it because I've always just ran the eighty-seven shit. Mm-hmm. But my boat is inboard outboard, and it's literally got a old three hundred two, like Iron Duke engine. Yeah. So it's got a car engine in it. It's a four-cylinder car engine, then hooks up to the lower unit. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking probably good just running normal yeah, gas. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. You Bobby's always
0: told me he's like you should be running premium in that thing, and I'm yeah. like, fuck that at five dollars yeah. a gallon now. Or, yeah. Well, no kidding. Shit, it used to be five dollars. I don't even know what it is yeah. now. I mean, you when know, regular gas is four sixty nine, I think I saw like yeah, it was four. No yeah. thanks. It runs just fine with eighty seven. Sixty nine. Did you see? It? It's all over the news. Not, oh my god, 69 Um It's all over the news not to use that eighty five shit on your oh, boat because yeah. your boat can blow up. Like
1: it's got a better chances of not. Because it's like up twelve
0: cents there. cheaper. Like, are people seriously that hard mm-hmm. off? They want they need to save twelve cents and yeah. not use the shit that works on their boat. Like. Yeah come on folks. yeah this is what uh, use what you use in your boat normally like my engine's only ever seen that premium stuff so i'm not gonna change it that's how bobby's been in his like he always runs a premium like since day one he's like i'm never gonna change it the day i change it he's like the only time i wouldn't do it is if i didn't have an option to it like we pull up to a gas station and i don't have any gas and all they got is 87 Mm -hmm. i guess that's what i'm
1: putting in yeah we were at uh so i was just i just got home from charlotte north carolina this uh yesterday i just got home and. We spent Saturday at, or it was Sunday, spent Sunday at Lake Norman. That place is awesome. Yeah. I mean, what a beautiful, beautiful piece of land, sea, water, or whatever you want to call yeah. it. I mean, it, it was amazing how big it was, dude. Yeah. I mean, it was huge. I think, if I remember, Lake Norman is one of those big lakes for the, oh yeah, like the BASS yep. tournaments. For sure. And, I mean, like the waves, like, wasn't no Michigan waves, man. No, I mean it was like these are some waves no, that I've those, seen. I'm like, oh, those lakes are the size of the Lake St. Clair. Like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, shit. You like, know, they had some of those like cig- like cigarette boats out there and stuff cruising yeah. by at 80 miles an hour. And like, yeah, fuck that. Must be nice to have that guy's money. You know, it's like I some want of a these fraction people, of that guy's money. Like no I kidding. don't even need his money. Just yeah. give me like uh, you know a, a week's yeah. pay. I heard like Michael Jordan's got a place out there on that lake and. You know some of the NASCAR racers and stuff because you know Charlotte's yeah. big. It's like a big NASCAR hub. Where all well, the, he the he, teams he owns uh, doesn't he own the Charlotte Bobcats he, or some shit, now? something like that. He owns whatever. He owns a NASCAR team now. He owns a world. Yeah, him and Denny he, Hamlin like split twenty three. It's like called twenty three nineteen racing or something like that. We're doing, We're doing something wrong, man. We're yeah, doing no kidding. Wrong. Yeah, Michael Jordan, yeah. if you're listening what's up man hey michael jordan's not
0: listening i'm just gonna break that to you now damn
1: he's not listening to this shit (laughs) be cool if he did yeah
0: be a lot cooler if you did yeah it would be well that's cool so so let's get into the shooting piece because that gets into our main topic of this we're for sure you know 40 minutes in we haven't said a word about what the fuck we're talking about so you have been huge into the shooting community all your life, yeah. Absolutely. So give me a backstory of that because you've told me tidbits,
1: but how'd you get into it? Sure. Um,
0: and like, tell me the whole gambit.
1: Man, the uh, Michigan sporting place community is is like a community like you've never seen. I mean, these these guys are, and women, these people, these these kids. I mean, they're just the best people you'll ever come across. In you know in communicate with and be friends with and um you know there's people that i know to this day that i've known since i was 10 11 years old that i still consider my best friends and they're 70 80 years old you know that's when you started shooting when you were 10 yeah so i started in the in you know shooting when i was 10 and um who got you into it was your
0: grandpa yeah
1: so it was was my grandpa really who did it um you know and he kind of was the one that kind of got my dad into it and then as I got old enough, they kind of started bringing me into it and stuff. And then it was just pretty much my dad stopped shooting to be able to pay for me, <laughs> you know, because it's expensive, yeah. man. It's really, it really it expensive. Is. I've you always know. wondered that, like,
0: you know, you, you, well, when we were actually, when we were shooting uh, a couple months ago, we did that uh, glow yeah. shooting, which was awesome. It was awesome. It so was, cold. It was so it was sweet. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Highly recommend glow shooting. You go in yeah. the middle of the night and you're shooting glow in the dark targets. But yep. when I was talking to your dad, he was he brought up like how like how much it cost, how much you trained, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like who fuck pays for those shells? Like even back then when yeah. when it was cheap, you're burning probably what a couple hundred rounds
1: a day, right? Oh, yeah, Practicing. I mean I was probably at at my prime. So or I guess early on when I started shooting, it was more so like. You know, I'd just go out to the range every you know weekend yeah. or so, and we'd shoot twenty-five targets, fifty targets here. Because I was just a young guy, you know. Yeah. Um, as I got into it, it was uh, you know a lot more investment from my dad and grandparents' side. Um, you know, I mean, I was I was probably shooting, gosh, we were practicing two or three times a week, and that wasn't even shooting tournaments, and that wasn't even shooting events. You know, so we really—I uh, mean, I would probably shoot five or six hundred practice targets a week. You know, that's crazy. And you figure you buy a flat of shells. Back then, the flat of shells was probably seventy bucks for ten boxes. Yeah. You know, sixty bucks at the cheap ones. Yeah. Now they're you know one hundred and thirty bucks for the cheap ones. Back then, you know, yeah. it's just so so expensive. And it's um, not so. <clears throat> so I I grew up um, you know in Redford. And Redford didn't really have, you know, a clay target shooting team. You know, nobody around there really shot clay targets. Nobody really knew what it was all about, you know. So I, um, through the Wald Lake Central High School, um, I was actually on their shooting team, um, but I was also, you know, going to school in Redford, but so we would go out to Wald Lake every, every Wednesday or Thursday, I think it was, and there was Wednesdays and we would, uh. Did you yeah, have to do like dual
0: enrollment or something. to... Yeah,
1: I mean, I was pretty good. You know? <laughs> so they're like, so um... they were kind of like, yeah, go for it. You know, I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm very modest. I'm a very modest person. I've never really is it, is it modest? Is that the word where you don't want to like talking about yourself? Humble, humble. Yeah, I'm humble. very humble, not modest. Um, you know, I'm very humble. I don't, I really never was one to brag. You know about like, oh my gosh, you know, I shot so well and. You know, I I did this, and it was, somebody would come up to me and ask, like, "Oh, how'd you shoot today?" I was like, oh, "Shot pretty good." It's like yeah. inside, I'm like, "I shot 95 100." I fucking yeah, crushed yeah, it. I shot really good, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah. So it was, um, you know, so through high school and even really middle school, I I competed in this program, and it's a national program that still is just striving to this day, and it's called that. It's it's. It's called the Scholastic Clay Target Program, and it's SCTP for short. And, uh, you know, the SCTP is a program where they take youth shooters and they basically, you know, put them on teams or you get teams through the different ranges and shooting ranges and stuff and you just compete at a national and state level and they have regional events and then they have a state championship event and then once you qualify for those two events, you go shoot the nationals. And, you know, in the sports that I shot, you know, in the, I guess, the disciplines that I shot was, you know, skeet shooting, which skeet shooting is a lot different than sporting clays. You know, skeet shooting is where you're on a field and you have, you know, your eight stations that you, you know, you have two machines, one on the left, one on the right. They call it the high house, low house. And you walk around, you shoot 25 targets around what's kind of like a, I don't know, almost like a protractor, right? Kind of just kind of go around and. You know, and then you go back to the center of the, of the field, and then you're done. To where sporting clays is more of like a golf course, yep. right? To where there's multiple stations, and there's multiple presentations, just like a golf course. Each hole's different. You know, you got pin placement that's going to be different at a hole. Um, you know, you got different trees that are in the way, and that works the same with sporting clays. You know, the presentations are all different at each station. That's what I love about it. And that's, you know, yeah. what I love about shooting sporting clays, you know, is the uniqueness of... Every tournament you go to, while you might see similar targets, you know, from place to place, but it's, nothing is really ever the same. Yeah, you know, and it really the wind the wind dictates those targets a lot more than you think. I mean, yeah, It'll,
0: you know, I guess you don't think about
1: that. I guess you just yeah. think you're
0: shooting a gun, like yeah. it's going to blow through the wind, right? Exactly. Well, the BBs are generally they're
1: what plastic, right? On, no, they're they're lead. Yeah, so the the, the BBs. The BBs out of the shotgun shell. Yeah, yeah I thought that, I thought
0: they were plastic now. When you get into some of the cheaper target loads,
1: they might be, but the ones that I would—I mean, I'm—I I have no idea. Slinging that lead out there. <laughs> yeah,
0: the ones that I shot was always <laughs> lead. You know, yeah. I
1: know some of the ranges and stuff they always used to do, like so. Skeed is what we did when we did the glow in the dark, or is that trap? So th- that was actually like a smaller condensed version of sporting clays. So that was what what they call five stand and uh basically oh, that's right that's yep. right yeah so they have the five stands right mm-hmm. hence five stand um and then there's that makes <laughs> sense yeah and then there's eight different machines that give you a you know a variation of speed yeah level yeah. target and i'm not gonna lie man that the michigan shooting centers they have that like patent now like really like the glow i think it's they call it uh i don't i, I hate to get it wrong but it's uh it's like something glow like glow in the dark clays or glow clays or something something like that. It's, Whatever it is. It, yeah, is it was yeah it was pretty sweet. It was tough.
0: It was, yeah. I sucked. I don't know if you remember, <laughs> but it was I did surprisingly yeah, well. Did. I was I was pretty happy and yeah. Brian I, I remember uh I remember I beat Brian, which is he shoots a hell of a lot more than me and he's got like a yeah. fifteen hundred dollar gun. I bought me like a four hundred dollar Cabela special, so mm-hmm. I was proud of myself, but I still don't, I think I was like 30 for 50, but some of those were, were super hard. And like, I'd see the same target come by and I, everything I did, I'm like, I'm not even close to like, (laughs) nope, just save the bullet, (laughs) save the round.
1: Yeah. But so I, uh, so, so my team, um, you know, we, we won a few, um, national titles. We never. Never took first. We were always runner. We were runner up or we were third. Yeah. But you know Were there state tournaments when you did there that? was, yeah. So there was. So the the state tournaments were, you know, for the SCTP, so there's there's a couple different state tournaments. So the Michigan State Sporting Clays Association, they have their own, which is just an amazing shoot, you know, for the Michigan community. I mean, brings everybody together. They have high caliber targets, you know, very well put together. All the grounds are all manicured. You know, it's like you know, it's like the major of the year for the you know the sporting yeah. place community. You know, um,
0: so at this point, like this, so this is like high school.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I want to say that was
0: like. So you're not playing for a high school team. You're playing part of what the S.
1: Yeah, so it was the SCTPs. Like so, basically, we were a part of a team, but the team was basically based out of a, a shooting range. Gotcha. So we shot for Island Lake Shooting Range in. Brighton. Okay, um, or when I first started in SCTP, it was like the multi, it was multi lakes, you know, the multi lakes, junior clays program, which that was a very good entry level program for me. And, you know, as I progressed through my, you know, my career and started shooting more and, you know, started getting better, you know, it was something that, uh, you know, I needed to kind of get a better coach, you know, just like everybody, like not, not that I needed to get a better coach. I just needed to get a, a, a different coach to give me, a different approach and a, and a different idea of of how to have a game plan, what to think of, what to do, and how to how to treat each target like like it's its own, and how to execute properly on that. Yeah. It, it it's a science, man. I mean, it really it it, really it, it is. is
0: honestly. Like you, people think, like oh, I just go up there and you just yeah. point at the target yeah. and hit it. Um, I tell you,
1: it's you know, I've so <laughs> so this year this year would be year. Um, I want to say so I'm 30. Yeah, so this year it'll be year 23 for me, Jeez. and uh, I've never won a Michigan State championship, and that is like the bucket list for me. Yeah, like I'm gonna get back into it. So, so going through high school, I shot the SCTP, everything like that. That was amazing. We, I, I won a couple state championships with the SCTP. You know, had great time with that. I mean highly recommended for those of you that are looking into getting your kids involved in the shotgun sports like look up michigan sctp check them out reach out to ryan send ryan a note he'll reach out to me i will be more than happy to get you involved in that um it is it is something that is just totally worth it because it really really teaches you as a young adult it teaches you many things right teaches you gun safety teaches you responsibility not only responsibility around guns but like responsibility around other adults yeah because there's a certain level of like respect that all of us have for each other strictly based from shooting sporting clays you know like oh dan yeah he's a he's a sporting shooter yeah yeah okay i know who he is and like yeah very few enemies in this sport you know, there's a couple people, and I'm like, okay, this guy. But, you know, um, I have a lot more friends, and I've, I've met a ton of people along the way, and there's a ton of great people involved in this. And um, so past high school, <laughs> uh, my dad, when I turned 18, my dad was like, son, I love you, but if you want to keep doing this, this is on you. And so I stopped shooting. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, like, I wasn't able to shoot as much because, I was in the irresponsible 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25-year-olds, you know? So, like, I didn't have my shit together. So I wasn't able to do that um, as much as I'd like to. But I'm back. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Now, I, when you were in it, I remember you
0: told me you you scored pretty high. What was the highest you ever scored down in nationals?
1: Um, I mean, at nationals, I, it it's like the SCTP nationals. The one year, I think, I shot like a 96 out of 100, um, and that was enough to, I think I was like the second highest score, you know, of, of all the shooters there. Um, I only have, you know, and so the way the the way the way NSCA, the, so it's the National Sporting Clays Association, is, is essentially structured is they have like a, like basically like a point system. And it's basically like they have a, a and those point systems are based around like a, a classification system. So the lower you are in class, the the least experience that you have. And the higher you are in class, the more experience that you have. So the better shooters, like the professionals, are in what they call like master class. And then it goes like double A, A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. And so like the E class shooters are your your very new, very beginner shooters. Then your D class, like, okay, you know, so in order for you to like what we call punch up is – you you have to like perform well in your class and so when you punch up you know then you're competing against shooters that are a little more experienced and they have you know they're have a little more understanding of what they're doing and then when you get up to match class like you better know what you're doing you know otherwise you're not going to win yeah <laughs> so i was in i think it was 2006 or 2007 i was uh in arizona visiting my family and I had just so happened to look to see if there was any shooting ranges nearby. And when I did, I noticed that there was an NSCA tournament that was going on that same weekend I was going to be there. So I packed up my gun, put it on the airplane, you know, went through that whole process, which is really easy. You know, I mean, not not easy. It's 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 a process, you know, it's a very safe process. And, you know, put your gun on the airplane and you pick it up on the luggage claim, basically. That's kind of how it works. And um, so I went out there and my family out there had never seen me shoot before. They had never, they, they had heard about it, you know, cause they live in Arizona, you know how are they can ever see me shoot. And, um, I think it was like a 90, 95 out of a hundred. I shot that day and I ended up winning no and, shit. I, and I was in a class. so I wasn't like the top level, top tier, mm-hmm. like master class. Now that's, that's like my, uh, my claim to fame is because there's like some professional shooters that were there that day that I shot better than. And it was like in front of all my family and everything. And, um, that was like my first high overall, and it was actually my only high overall to this day. Yeah. Because so I've never actually won outright a tournament before oh, until yeah, I think, that day. I think we have your bold prediction. I'm here, man. I'm, <laughs> I am ready to win, and I, I'm ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. Let's I, go. I, I, uh, I'm i competing in the Michigan Sporting Clays Championship this year. And, um, Where's that at? So that's up in Grand Blank. Okay. So that's at the end of July. Can so, you? can you have an audience yeah yeah i mean you can come and uh you're more than welcome to come hang out but i'll probably choke and you can make fun of me and then we'll just go get drunk <laughs> i gotta get course. some content for the <laughs> yeah. for the terrible outdoorsmen. Yeah. yeah for sure so we'll have uh, to do a
0: podcast when we get closer to that and yeah that'd be cool we should like do it on site there you go that'd be cool i'll just walk around talking to people button, yeah. with mike mike around <laughs> picking up like every Excuse little man
1: hey have you been drinking today <laughs> Are you done shooting? Well, that's not funny. We shouldn't be talking about guns and booze, but guns and booze don't yeah. mix, no, they don't. just saying. They don't.
0: Um talking about yeah. guns and booze, those mm-hmm. mix well. Mhm. Those mix well. Mhm. Well, that's yeah. that's yeah. good stuff. Um Yeah,
1: highly recommended, it, man. It's just uh, you know, it's
0: it sounds like a yeah. good community it, to it, get it, into. It,
1: it, it really is.
0: Kids need that shit that
1: nowadays, like mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yeah, guns and you you brought it up like gun safety alone like man how could that be more important like with the shit that just happened yeah. a couple of days ago in Texas like
1: education education is number 1. Yeah. Education yeah. and you know just guns I, are guns are not bad, no, right? They're bad no. they're bad in the wrong people's hands. Right. Right. So right.
0: Um, well, I want to get um, Jackson into some guns, and Denise, yeah. we've gone back and forth of when's the right age to get him into it. And I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer of like I'd rather start showing him to respect the guns now, to, to safely use them. Because if he goes over, he's over at a buddy's house and his mm-hmm. buddy finds his dad's gun, like I want him to to learn those okay. values. Yeah. hey, we don't touch those. Not unless uh, a parent's around. Like, I want him to learn that instead of, oh, this is cool. I saw this on Call of Duty or Fortnite and pow, pow. Like, that's how these things happen. But yep. that's a whole different topic we mm-hmm. won't
1: get into. <laughs> all I got to say about that is I cannot imagine being a parent right now. That's
0: it's, all I have um, to say.
1: It, it, would, it, that you was, know?
0: I'll be honest, man. Like, while we were talking about it, that was really tough to read knowing my kids are in school. Like, Dude, I'm yeah. at work reading it. Both my kids are in school. And it's I'm thinking, like, terrifying. Just, they're both in elementary school, and I'm thinking, what what would even go through my mind if, if this, like, happened at my kid's school? I know. And I'm just, like, sick to Oof. my stomach, and yeah. it's it Gives terrible, me chili bumps, man.
1: Yeah. But, you like, all right, you so. Like, you like my briefcase? <laughs> I do. I well, you do. tried to use that as an end table. <laughs> That's, that's, shake shake that thing. It might fall apart. That's from like a 70s porn movie. <laughs> yeah, that Dirk, 70s that '70s show. Dirk so, Diggler over here yeah. with his That was actually my wife's grandfather's uh, briefcase. That well, he I'm sorry used to call it
0: Dirk Diggler's unless actually, you're, yeah. your wife's grandfather's Dirk Diggler. <laughs> no,
1: he's not. He's not. But, but yeah.
0: All right. so Keep tapping this microphone. Man. Stop tapping the microphone. Get my hands off of it. So, um, all right. So... Obviously, we have the shooting, uh, Clay's tournament coming up, crushing cancer. Yeah, man. But let's um, talk about the Pamela Sioux Project. I, I want to. I don't know that I fully know the backstory of it. I've read all your posts, and I don't think we, we've ever sat down and explained to me what inspired you to create this foundation. Yeah, I, I
1: mean, this is probably the first time we've sat down for drinks in a long. time. It's been a long time, yeah. honestly, man. So, like, it's so, we've sat
0: we've talked on the boat, but
1: like. Yeah, I'm too busy catching fish and yeah, you're too busy catching fish and spraying my boat with stuff that we're not gonna talk about on from <laughs> other fish. But uh Here, hold on, let me there
0: Oh, there you go. Instead of the beer crack we got yeah. the, the the cork pop. Yeah. Yikes. Um, you can go to work tomorrow. You're on vacation. I'm on vacation till Tuesday. There you okay. go. All right, I'm gonna you drink adjust, You I'm kill that bottle mind. tonight, but I got to drive home because my ass yeah. got to work tomorrow. I'm not. I'm not gonna kill that. Those retail folk got to work yeah. the holiday weekend. I hear
1: you. It's a nice shirt you're wearing though. You like that? Yeah. Or just nice. for you. All right. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, why do your podcast last two hours? Uh, right. Um, this well, is well, what see. we do. Yeah. We this got got is distracted. what distracted. we do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and it's funny my wife called us out on that she's like oh yeah you guys are probably to be sitting down here talking about nothing and then would like oh podcast we probably should do that <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we do we talk not, about nothing not wrong lady <laughs> nope um, but uh, uh, so the Pamela Sue Project is named after my grandmother my late grandmother who I had referenced earlier who passed in 2008 bless her heart um, she was the type of woman that you know kind of held the glue together right she kind of in the family she was the one that kind of kept everything kept all the families meeting for the family reunions and and all that good stuff so she's a big inspiration to me she was you know she was somebody that uh you know when my parents had me as a baby like I was you know obviously a baby and my my parents were very young and uh you know so my grandma pretty much helped raise me helped raise me and um so it was one of those things I had a really strong connection to her. And I'm, you know, I, I have her, I have her anxiety. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm a very anxious person. Um, you know, it's very, uh, something along the lines of like, you know, I, I just need to kind of, kind of do my thing. So uh, hold on. I'm so distracted right now. <laughs> Am I distracting? Yeah. What is happening? Okay. Um, yeah, so she is, uh, you know, so again, she was the kind of person to kind of help, you know, keep the gel, keep everything together in the family. So it was Christmas of, I want to say, 2021. Um, my, my wife and I were sitting around kind of talking about things that, you know, we kind of wanted to do to, you know, help kind of make change for the community and kind of help do our part, you know. And uh, so kind of what happened is we... We went into um, – I'm still so distracted, man. I'm what, distracting the shit out of you. What's happening right now? <laughs> oh, you're bringing somebody online? I might.
0: Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about what, special guests. Whatever. We got surprises
1: um, for you now. <laughs> Michael Jordan? <laughs> uh,
0: Just so happens. the
1: Jay. No, but – No, uh, Scotty <laughs> Pippen.
0: <laughs>
1: Even better. Um, gosh. So, anyways – um dumb yeah so christmas of 2021 we were like yeah let's you know let's do something with the family you know to kind of you know help bring some joy help spread the joy because it was you know in a you know in the COVID times you know people needed some love man people needed some you know something to kind of help kind of keep uh you know the morale going so we were like let's let's sponsor a family or two so we sponsored a family and um and it was through our church and so basically what happened was they were the family was like yeah we just like need jackets, right? I'm like okay. They're like that's cool, but like what do they what do the kids want? You know, like what do they really really want? And um you know, so they like reached out and I'm like what I want you to do is I want you to give me like a breakdown of like some wish list items that they they have. And um so they gave us the wish list and we were able to kind of fulfill those wish list items and everything and and then the church kind of reached back out and was like, hey, you know, we have, you know, a couple other families, you know, that if you're interested in, you know, helping. And there was, they were lined up and basically there was, you know, some something happened with the, the family who was sponsoring them to where they kind of ran into hard times themselves. And we're like, yeah, sure. So, you know, we'll help where we can, right? So I put a post out on social media and basically the social media post was like, hey, I've got some families that, you know, we're looking to help for Christmas. Like, is there anything that, you know, you would be willing to willing to do basically. You know, here's my Venmo, here's my PayPal, Cash App, whatever. If you want to donate, donate. So I raised like ten grand, dude. Yeah. In like a week. Yeah. And it was nuts. That's that's crazy. And uh like <laughs> Venmo were sending me emails because they thought I was like scamming something. <laughs> you know, you and so like drugs? I had to like val yeah, I had to like validate everything and um no. So it was it was awesome. So Fast forward to 2021. So yeah, this is 2021 now. So fast forward to 2021 Christmas. I was like, look, we want to kind of do something like this again, but this time I kind of want to make it, you know, a little more legitimate as in like, this is where the money's going, you know, and this is where the money's coming from, blah, 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 blah. So then that was kind of what stemmed the idea of, you know, the Pamela Sue project. And that was obviously named after my grandma, whose name was Pam. And, um, So basically what we try to do is we try to just, you know, help spread joy through the community, man. we try to just work with families that are in need or work with different organizations that are, you know, working with families or whatever it may be to kind of just help raise some money for them and um, just help bring love to the community. Because that's, at the end of the day, what we need, you know, is we need people to recognize that, you know, people need help and, and allow people to be okay with asking for help. You know, so so that's kinda of where we're at with the Pamela Sioux project. It's it's something that So now you're actually recognized as an actual like charitable foundation, now, we right? are, yeah. Through the state of Michigan we're a we're a tax exempt um yeah, it's a five oh one C three corporation through the state of Michigan. It so it's not technically a C C3 because that's like the private so we're a public corporation. Yeah. So so that's like awesome. Five oh one four A or something like yeah. that. So so it's it's really cool and uh you know it it kind of so having that like recognition through the state kind of just allows us to you know kind of just allows us to kind of have the world at our fingertips you know yeah. so if we feel like there's a cause that we want to work with or we want to help raise money for then we're going to nice you know so that's kind of that's kind of what stemmed the whole you know crushing cancer shoot is because We just wanted to help bring joy and bring a community together, you know, for this woman who is a wonderful, wonderful lady. So, yeah. And that's, um,
0: so that's the crushing cancer, uh, shoot, which is next weekend, June 4th. June 4th. Yep. So how did that
1: come to be? I guess, break that down. Yeah. So this woman, um, her name's Roseanne, um, her name's all over the internet already so we can. Yeah. You can call her name out. So her name is Roseanne Prucca. Um, she's a retired lieutenant from the Riverview Police Department. Um, she retired a few years back, and she successfully won the battle with cancer twice. Twice. And um, she is a, like, a, a wonderful advocate to the sporting clays community, to her community, to the police community. Like... She's a she's a wonderful role model to anyone you come across. She's just the most positive, positive human being you'll ever meet. And um her and her husband are really big in the sporting clays community throughout pretty much the entire Midwest, Northeast, Southwest, South, like whatever. And um there's not very many people in this region, like I would say like Michigan what are you talking about? Raise your hand. Yeah. Oh. The device, yeah. I think it's this thing over here. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I don't think there's any uh any better people, you know, in you know, this region being like the Michigan, Ohio, Indiana. So she's Tennessee. from Michigan? She is, yeah. Her and her husband live here in Michigan. And um, you know, they're the kind of people that, you know, they'll do anything for you. Um, you know, <laughs> A couple of years back, when I had when I had shot the Michigan State Championship, um, it was a Christmas gift from my family to shoot with my grandpa in the state shoot. And out of wow. nowhere, I got a call from Paul and Roseanne. It was like, "Hey, we want to give you a few flats of shells to so you can go shoot and not have to worry about it." Oh, so that's, that's just the kind of people they are, man. Yeah. And they straight up called me up and was like, yeah. "Come down to our house, pick it up, have fun." Yeah, You know, and so I was able to sit with them at that shoot and had lunch with them. And it it was just really nice, man. You know, it was just that's just an example of the kind of people that are involved in the shooting sports. And so we had recently, it was recently announced that Roseanne was diagnosed again with breast cancer. Um, And this time it had metastasized throughout other areas of her body. Um, she's currently undergoing treatment um, and everything to help you know do away with this round and you know and we're gonna we're rallying behind her and we're essentially just bringing the community together to just have a day for her so that's uh you know that's something that's i mean
0: a shame she got it again but you know what? she whooped its ass twice yeah yeah what's a third time right Yeah,
1: for sure and we're we're here for her and we're gonna we're gonna rally behind her, and we're gonna we're gonna just have a day to bring the entire community together, sporting place community. So so far, we've got a hundred and twelve shooters, I think, so far, in, including yeah. yourself. Yay, hey, um, yeah, hey. uh, I'll be there. Hundred and twelve shooters so far, and it's just you know we we've, we've got awesome awesome sponsorships. Uh, we've got a ton of raffle. I mean, a ton of raffle items, dude. I mean, it's just it's it's something that we. Or and like myself, my wife, um, my my community that I have, Mo, Amber, Anthony, um, like they are just amazing people, and we are all just so excited for this event, um, you know. And it's just, and really, like one of the main things is it's like, yeah, you know, we want to we want to raise money and raise funds for her, you know, like that's important to us, you know. But what's also important, and it was. Roseanne made it very well clear, made it well known to us that she wants it to be about her friends and family coming together to just have a day, you know, just have a day to just not think about anything bad, you know, not think about anything that, you know, no doctor's appointments, no nothing. It's just everybody there for her to just show support for her and just show the love. And, and that's just, she's even said it, you know, a few times now that it's been, You know, it's it's been really impactful to help kind of get her through what we're what she's going through. You know, like all of her treatment and everything that she's going through now. And she just got home from the U.S. Open. Like she just shot the a major championship in the sporting clays. You know, she just just shot it, man. And she was there with her husband. You know, so um, so before we
0: go any further, we have our special guest on the line. Who do we got? Yo yo yo! What up for show? So Bob finally got out of work, and he's able to join us. Uh, Hi, Bob.
2: What's going on, Dan?
1: Uh, nothing too much. My my newest Facebook friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's the word, Thunderbird?
0: Uh, we're just uh, having fun here, drinking some,
1: what, what's this shit called? Jefferson's bourbon. It's
0: some, it's some bourbon that's making my tongue go numb. we don't have uh, traditional snorts and we don't have colors light so hey i'm drunk
2: my face is
1: numb (laughs) yeah
2: little little disclaimer i'm driving right now i'm on the road so if you don't if you hear me hawking and yelling and screaming at the locals uh you know why i'm driving in the metro detroit area
0: so yeah uh, yeah it can't yeah, be any sense. louder
1: than my dog chewing on a bone upstairs while we're it's, the sound res. He's
0: experiencing
1: uh how loud his house really is. Yeah.
0: He's like, "Yeah, I got a quiet, you know, spot in my house where we can, you know, do the podcast." And then we put the microphones on, we're <clears> like, <throat> "Boom, boom. Okay, I can hear my heart beating." Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, you don't realize like how many things it picks up, pick up like a fan moving or like yeah. a you know, your your furnace kicking on and stuff like that. You can't really – I don't think you can really hear it through the uh, through the podcast itself. But, like, through those microphones, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've never noticed it on any of the podcasts, and I've listened to all of them a couple times now. <laughs> and I've, So I've never really noticed it. Um, so I don't know if you'll pick up all these little noises that we're hearing in the headphones but, or in our ear, ear sets.
1: I think we spent the first uh, ten minutes going, what is that sound? What is that <laughs> trying noise? to
0: decipher yeah. what yeah. what the – Weird noises yeah. were, but yeah and then it was like,
1: yeah, the crackling.
0: Dan sounds,
2: ice. yeah, Dan sounds a little bit faint to me, but but otherwise, I can hear you pretty good.
1: No, that's probably because I'm, I'm not. He's like, not trained on how, to, not trained how to talk. Yet. I'm a rookie, just like I am on the on the lake. <laughs> words
2: are words are hard. Yeah, words yeah.
0: Are
1: hard. Words are
0: hard cool what'd, so, you, uh, what'd you all cover what'd you guys talk about so um, we're just kind of getting into the pamela suit well we talked about the pamela suit project and now we're just getting into the the cancer um the crushing cancer um he was just talking about roseanne and how she um you know she's had cancer twice and she just got diagnosed a third time and that's what this whole thing's all about and that's when you were uh we, we were calling you. So, Dan, take it away. Yeah. Um, we were just saying how Roseanne's going to whoop cancer's ass for
1: a third time. Yeah, definitely. I, I think yeah, that definitely. Uh, you know, she, you know, we, we have this whole community that's, you know, behind her. And like I was telling Ryan here, we have, you know, 112, 113 shooters that are coming just to shoot. Then we've got more another. to
0: register yet. I've got more people coming. Yeah, so. yeah. And then
1: we've got another fifty or so people that are just coming for the event. You know, just after for the this n-
0: this awesome podcast mm-hmm. launches, we'll get like a hundred more, right? Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. Bald Mountain's going
0: to be like, oh, damn, we got to cut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh,
1: so the that's that's what I was going to kind of get into next is. Um, so we have uh, the the shoot itself is going to be through. Uh, the Michigan Shooting Centers, um, it's at their Bald Mountain uh, location. It's up in Lake Orion. Um, and that, you know, arguably arguably is one of the most premier uh, sporting place facilities or shooting facilities in the state. I mean, one can argue that there's other ones, but for me, in my opinion, I think it's, you know, it's definitely one of the places to go to. Um, and with that being said, like, their their staff um, the ownership you know the 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 liskies up there I mean they're just wonderful wonderful people as well and I I could think of no other place to to want to host this event um, you know especially since you know the liskies are are very well versed in you know the sporting clays community as well so um
0: now how does the uh, I've never been to Ball Mountain but I've been to Island Lake how does their sporting clays
1: compare to island lake i I loved island lake i thought that was phenomenal but you know like island lake is is pretty much like a you would consider it like a like a flat track right like Mm -hmm. the sporting clays is kind of it's got that one hill in the back kind of by the berm over by the rifle range but um bald mountain has two of those courses and both both of their courses at bald mountain are are different terrains like they have like the their their ridge course is totally different um and then the upland, Please. the upland course is more of like a, you're in like more of like a a woodsy kind of like, you know, like your upland shooting, like yeah. bird hunting and stuff, kind of setting yeah. to where the the ridge course, like you're on hills and it's rolling yeah. terrain and all that it's- stuff. In the you know. It's just the, it's, you, you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah.
0: Have so. you ever shot at this Detroit Sportsman's Congress?
1: Oh yeah, that's that was back in the day, man. Um, yeah, I've know. been there before
0: yeah. uh, with Brian, and that was a really cool yeah. course. So I'm looking forward to Ball Mountain. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about mm-hmm. Ball Mountain. So
1: yeah, I mean, they're you know their their staff out there is just you know it's it's a premier premier facility. Yeah. Know, so okay.
0: So sporting clays is is what we're doing.
1: Yep. Sporting right? clays. So you're doing. Uh, Seventy-five clay targets, um, and that's on the on the sporting clays course. And basically, what you get um, with your entry fee, so your entry fee is one hundred um, and five bucks, and you are going to get uh, seventy-five targets, ammo, a rental gun if needed, and while supplies last. And then um, you are going to get each group is going to get a golf cart, and then um, it's a four-seater golf cart that the groups will have. So a couple of you'll probably have to walk, but um but Not the, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah but then uh and then we're doing a real nice dinner um catered by cranks catering um and they're they're doing like uh red skin potatoes pulled pork uh burgers hot dogs oh man um you know we got a bunch of salad potato salads all, all sorts of stuff and then uh i was going say salad get out of here <laughs> yeah. get out of your right. vegans yeah and then um <laughs> And then yeah, so then we're going to have a bunch of cool raffle items and stuff and you know the raffle items are, you know, pretty well geared towards, you know, the sporting clays and you know the the shooting community so there's a lot of a lot of high dollar items, you know, that yeah. are that were donated and stuff which is just What are the two I saw the two main guns that are getting raffled off? Yeah, so we so we have three guns. Oh, three. Um, yeah, so three guns in uh, uh, the two that were donated from Michigan Shooting Centers. Um, one is a A400 12 uh, gauge Beretta. That's a sweet that thing gun. Is badass. Dude. I mean, I love that thing that. Is That's awesome.
0: the one that you guys were shooting at when we were doing the glow. Nut, yeah, right?
1: exactly. Yeah. That's a badass yep. semi auto yep. gun. Yep. Um, so they have that and then a uh I, I believe it's a it's a Glock seventeen mm-hmm. um is, is the yeah. other one. And that is uh that raffle is being done as like a we're we're selling fridge magnets for that. Um so basically what you do is you just go online and um you basically buy you know, the magnets through the Michigan Shooting Center's website. Um, and then uh, basically the day of the event we'll try to sell all the rest of those magnets and then we'll just draw one out and we got one winner winning both guns. So for for that event Oh one
0: yeah. one person who won both those guns? Yep. One winner to oh, so, buy some magnets. Yep. I'm gonna have magnets so all one, over the
1: damn place. One winner for so the the tickets are twenty five bucks a piece. I might not buy that many magnets. Or they're twenty bucks <laughs> or they're twenty bucks a piece if you buy five or more. Okay. So, okay. Just buy some magnets. I, well, I okay. will definitely be buying some magnets. Yeah. I might not be buying that many. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, I mean, it's worth it, 25 bucks to win two guns. I mean, oh, you got a $3,000, three, value for 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, it's worth it. And it's going to a good cause. So. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Cole Gunsmithing. Um, I think it's Cole Gunsmith. I don't know if it's Gunsmithing. Um, but they donated a Beretta PX4 Storm uh, 9mm. Nice. Um, So, yeah, we're really excited about that. And we're going to – so what we're going to do with that is we're going to sell a deck of cards. um, And basically um, you buy a card for 20 bucks, and we rip it in half and put one half in the bucket. You keep the other half. Mm -hmm. And we'll, you know, just do a drawing on that. Uh, We actually have a a custom uh, shell pouch, which is just amazing. And it's a custom leather pouch, and it's got our shoot logo or event logo on it. Um, The logo was created by – uh, true pair apparel, um, yeah. Jim and um, oh gosh, I think her name's uh, Linda. No, not Linda. I don't know the O'Briens. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know but Sorry, it, it, it looks um, um, yeah. Man, so that that have to eat some crow for that one. Yeah. So the shell pouch that's is that's a uh, badass looking pouch. You is, got it posted
0: man. on the Facebook page, right?
1: I, I yeah, I have yeah. it on there. Yeah, it's it's just amazing, man. I mean, the the pictures don't do any justice. It's upstairs. I'd show you, but it's uh, yeah, it's awesome. Then we have um, a a guy. Is his name is Dominic, and he owns in in Canada. Um, he owns, and I don't I don't know this man. He just randomly called me and said, "Hey, I want to shoot in your event, and I want to donate some stuff." So okay. no shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my address.
0: The power of social media, and right so there. You know? His
1: uh, his company name is Damos Tackle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, Never but he does custom tackle. And he sent me a sent me a bag of I don't know, probably a hundred different jig weights and all sorts of different fishing lures and jigs and um so that's going to be one of our raffle items nice. I, I know you'll be putting some tickets in the uh, book for that yeah um and so yeah so i mean that's just a couple of things that you know we we have um and we're really trying to cater towards everyone i know my wife is taking care of doing a lot of the uh like the gift baskets, and we're mm-hmm. catering those towards the women, you know, because, you know, there's while well, there's a lot of stuff that's cool, you know, for the shooters and stuff, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of non-shooters that are there, like from Roseanne's family and other family members that people are bringing that may not necessarily be involved in the shooting community. Um, so they're going to, uh, we're going to make sure we cater to them and have, you know, some lotions or some, you know, just some, some stuff that's, you know, yep. designed towards females, you know, so. Gunpowder um, scented lotion. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but no. um but no man we are just so looking forward to this and we so, planned it we so how long how long do they have to to register so you can register the day of um i highly excuse me i highly encourage you to uh to register beforehand um just so i can have an accurate count for everything yep. um yeah, I imagine it's, you got to
0: let the caterers
1: know and, yeah, was, and have the shirts and stuff already, and yeah. let ball Mountain know. Like, yeah, those deadlines were today, so nope. I pretty much have uh, pretty much have all those numbers, those preliminary numbers, yeah. into them, and um, you know, because with the holiday being Monday and everything, you know, it's just yeah. kind of like you know, we they they need that extra business day today to kind of yep. get that stuff done. So yep, um, but yeah, so we're, it's it's gonna be here before you know it. We just need to start praying for some good weather because man if we do all this work and the weather's crappy it's going to be a bummer but yeah that was one know. of my
0: questions is what do we do if it shitty weather i haven't even looked at the forecast to see what it's going to do but you can't trust yeah. that anyways but no you know
1: i think i'm just going to stay off the weather app for the next couple <laughs> weeks <laughs> it's i'm just going to not worry about Your anxiety it. anxiety um, will be going through the roof yeah yeah so i think um you know once we get past you know tuesday or wednesday we'll be able to get a for sure uh tell on how yeah. the weather's going to be but um, so. But yeah, in the event that there's inclement weather, I mean, if we if it's just raining, then we're going to be shooting. Yeah. Um, I'll
0: I gotta, say the the last time I shot sporting clays, well, I guess it was no maybe the time before that. Then it was snowing, it was shitty, and I was I remember asking Brian and those guys, "Like, we still going?" They're like, "Hell yeah, we're going." It was yeah. actually a ton of fun. I don't know about rain, but it was snowy yeah. and
1: cold, and they had
0: burn barrels set up, mm-hmm. and it was it was cool. It was a cool setup. But.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's nice. I mean, the rain, you know, shooting in the rain sucks. Yeah, don't get I mean, me wrong. but um, Again, it's for a good cause, people. It is, it is for sure. It's the, um,
0: the, the struggle you'll have shooting in the rain is the least of what
1: Roseanne's yeah, going to go through, yeah. you know? so no, no question about that. So,
0: so what do they got to do the day of on Saturday? Where, what do we do when we...
1: Yeah, so just, uh, um, so the event is scheduled to open up at two thirty, Um, so you can come hang out. We're going to have a bunch of yard games and a bunch of stuff kind of set up a bunch of like, uh, they're going to have like cornhole bags and, um, we're going to have different like side game shooting that, you know, you guys will have to pay for, you know, to, if you want to shoot in it and stuff, but, um, like all the yard games and stuff obviously are free, but, um, any, any shooting that you want to do outside of the, the crushing cancer event, you know, is going to be, you know, at your cost, but, um, yeah, they're going to have yard games, and they're going to have, uh, like, knife throwing. And then they're going to have, um, like, a big Connect 4 game and just some different stuff. You know, if there's kids involved, you know, have some, you know, some kiddie stuff to kind of do and kind of hang out and keep everybody Kitty out. Kiddie stuff? I'm going to be playing players. Connect 4. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, then, uh, then we're going to have what we call a, a, a long bird. And a long bird's pretty cool because what that is is basically you set up, and it's just basically what it is. You set up a long bird that's, like, 80 yards out in the field. And you get, you pay five bucks and you get five shots and whoever hits the most wins. <laughs> so that's going to be it. So it's, uh, you know, in all, in all the money, you know, I think we might charge like 10 bucks for that and five yeah. of it'll go towards, you yeah. know, the the fees for the targets and stuff. And then, uh, five bucks will go towards, you know, Rosie yeah. and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, so we that's got, cool. um... So yeah, so the event you know kind of opens up, you know, start people start arriving around like two thirty, three thirty. So we got to um,
0: register, I assume, once we get there. Like... Yeah,
1: just so come. Yeah, so I'll have uh, I'll have a table set up. And we'll have some signs set up and stuff. So you'll you'll know where to go. I mean, mm-hmm. you'll you'll see me. You won't miss me. So I'll be <laughs> I'll be there in my big pink shirt. So uh, um, so yeah, I'll be over there. And if um, you know if you see anybody and you know you don't see me for whatever reason, you can ask and you know you can come come see me. So uh so yeah so register and then uh we have a mandatory um safety meeting at three thirty that's required through the shooting range and uh we basically after that it'll probably take about fifteen minutes um and then after that just kind of hit the uh hit the path and go out to your assigned stations and shoot your seventy five targets and come on in and eat some food so um we figure the shooting's probably gonna take hour and a half. Yeah. Two hours going to be a lot of people out there, so yeah. Might, How uh, are the
0: stations going to work? Is it going to be like sporting clays, like where yeah. you're so you're going to be bouncing like station to station, just like is it like a golf outing, basically? Yeah, pretty much. So, shotgun yeah. start, everybody's going to start at a different station. How many stations do they have total
1: at Mountain? Well, uh, there's two courses, so they have 28 stations total if we need oh, it. Right? Shit. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to, so right now we have 19 groups, okay, so we're going to do a few AB stations, okay. Uh, we're gonna have a few B squads, and then if we get over twenty or above, um, we're gonna open up that other course because it's gonna be too many people out there. So, yeah.
0: Um, well, I imagine it's gonna be hectic for their range safety officers and stuff like. Yeah. That. So.
1: Yeah, gonna be a lot going on. So, but uh, nothing they can't handle. You know, yeah, they've yeah, that's they've they handled do. some you know some Grand Prix events out there that have had you know seven eight hundred yep. people. So. Yeah. You know, it's good stuff. Um, then parking, parking's easy. Um, if you're bringing a trailer with you. Just park out closer to the road. There's some design. There's some designated uh, trailer parking areas that you'll see other people at and stuff. Just kind of park where the other trailers are. And then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's just come up, see me, and let's start enjoying our day.
0: I so, imagine they probably shut the whole thing down for this event,
1: right? Like, You know, I, uh, I think... Well, at least the sporting at, clays, yeah, I would assume. At, at least the one course is going to be shut down, um, yeah. I, I would imagine. I haven't really gotten the word, but, yeah. you know, I, you would assume. I think up until probably... You know you can probably go and shoot there probably up until four o'clock five o'clock yeah. you know so because yeah. um, i think they technically close at like six but they're gonna stay open and they're gonna you know kind of do it for us so okay. um but yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be a super awesome day man i can't wait um so shotguns start at four he said uh, six uh yeah four yeah four, 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 four. and then so, dinner's when dinner's at six okay yep yeah so uh it's gonna be fun yeah definitely um Bob, I'm, I need to know. Uh, I need to know what size shirt you wear, man. I put you down for an extra small. Who me? Yeah.
2: I'm a large.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah. That's what that's what Ryan large, said. So. I, I said Indian I shot. said extra small. He likes the belly shirts. <laughs> Ex- extra medium. Yeah. I'm gonna cut yeah. off the sleeves and the belly. There bellies, you go. So. We're actually just gonna put some yeah. body paint body paint on your back yeah, for you. Make it look
2: like a make it look like a sports bra. <laughs> Here you go.
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> Assembly. Oh, but yeah man, it's uh yeah. it's going to be great. I'm I'm really looking forward to to meeting you Bob and having you guys out there and I also uh Ryan and I talked earlier. I guess I got a I I owe you an apology about breaking your uh, your strap <laughs> your strap on your trailer back in the day.
0: <laughs> we told the story of uh that time I borrowed the gambler and uh we broke the strap uh on the the crank for cranking the boat up. Technically, Dan I broke it. I forgot about that. I, yeah. mean, I forgot. Yeah, it came back all like tied on and shit. And I was like, yeah. what's that? Well, we didn't know what to do, so we just like knotted the hell out yeah. of it. Like, I, we used to get this boat on trail because it was like mm-hmm. dark too, because we wanted to fish right till dark. And yeah, that was something. Hey,
2: it, it worked, did it? It was, uh, you know, a working strap on that boat was it a was perfume on a pig. So.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hey, we put some fish in the, the boat. That's all that mattered. Yeah.
2: The, 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 knotted up, the knotted up mess just uh just went
1: along with the theme of that boat yeah yeah well hey man i just want to add uh you know before we kind of wrap this up i'm super happy for you guys man you guys are doing a great job on this podcast and uh i look forward to you know the future episodes and hearing all about the stuff and i I gotta uh i gotta admit it's a little weird listening to myself talk so i don't know how you guys do it but uh
0: (laughs) you get super used to it Um, like uh, that first podcast we did like oh man the it yeah. was that's why i went three hours because like it just i don't know yeah after about an hour though like it just you get used to it and it just yeah i don't know. i don't i don't mind it
1: yeah. yeah no you guys are doing a great job man so keep keep up the good work you guys are awesome so
2: yeah a lot of people when they first get on the when they first come on the podcast they are like a little nervous you know and and i remember the first time that we did one, i was a little bit nervous we had like a you know we kind of had a little bit of talking points of what we wanted to talk about but like once we got into it it was it was just fun you know it was just like you know normal guys sitting around talking shit you know yeah, talking yeah. about fishing or whatever and it, 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 that's the that's the thing that's what it's all about it's just it's just about sitting around and shooting the shit and, you know from time to time we'll we try to be as instructional as we can or you know give our own take on certain ideas or whatever for sure so well, yeah it's it's been fun and we got some uh we got some good stuff planned we're always open to uh suggestions and and you know having different guests we'd love to have you on again at some point throughout your summer and uh see how your fishing season's going or how yeah. you know hunting season or whatever you're into
1: yeah sounds good man i got the uh Got the big Michigan State Sporting Clays Championship coming up at the end of June. So yeah, he's, give a uh, report on that's that. going to be his
0: bold prediction that he's going to win the oh, Michigan yeah. State. Uh, that would be awesome man. Sporting Clays Championship. Ah, so. so we're going to do a podcast before go. before that to hype yeah. it up.
1: Yeah, but we're, then you know, every year if I do win, then every year the same day, the same time, we're going to have to have the same superstitious. Exactly. Podcast. Yep,
0: so, we're gonna be there. We're gonna be so, your cheerleaders, yeah. podcasting from the field. For sure. This guy sounds out Oh, of oh he, he missed another one. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, here he goes, going down the far uh, station number four. Oh, there he goes Dan again. <laughs> pow, pow. Oh, dead. Lost. <laughs> Bob,
0: do you have any questions Ooh, for? Real... <laughs> do you have any questions <laughs> yeah. for Dan about the the shoot or? Or any? I know you're jumping on late, but. No.
2: Yeah, yeah, I had. Uh just leaving work so army, um,
0: army so, calls
2: man, this is, <laughs> yeah army calls i'm i'm excited to be part of it i'm excited to come out there and and do whatever i can to to be part of it um you know i've i've tried to you know we talked about the sponsorship stuff on my side and you know unfortunately there's a lot of bureaucratic bullshit and uh mm-hmm. red tape that i gotta go through i'm still working it um but as far as the event is concerned you know rain or shine i'm gonna be there um you know, either in one capacity or another. So yeah. I'm definitely going to be there. I'd actually like to just come out there and partake in the event, or, or just come out there to on the terrible outdoorsman side and and uh, be able to talk to folks and, and just just uh, I, I just enjoy being around that kind of uh, a crowd. You know. So yeah, I think it'd be awesome. cool. I've never been to a, a to a, you know a shooting clay's type tournament or event, so I'm I'm excited to see it, man. This is uh, a yeah pretty stoked so
1: yeah for sure i mean you guys yeah, are thanks welcome for,
2: thanks for coming to the podcast
1: too. yeah thank you man it's uh this has been great i think uh you know we got we we actually talked about a lot of fun stuff i, I really have enjoyed myself today so it's, it's <laughs> brought uh, back some memories yeah of, definitely so uh, what 13 years ago we were yeah. back yeah no kidding, no yeah, kidding. It was, but yeah it I, was uh, good you know if you guys want to come out and do it you know do like a live on on location or something like that i mean who knows how the wind's gonna be something might uh might be a little issues with the microphones. But I don't they, know. They, they don't pick up a lot of background now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, man, I uh, I, I really yeah, appreciate you guys having me on here. And uh, it's great, great stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah, but what better background noise is there than shotguns? That's true. That's
1: true. Like,
0: I don't think we'll you know, have just, many people listen to that because. podcast. Wow. <laughs> Pow! <Yeah.
2: sighs> <laughs> just being constantly interrupted by gunshots, you know. It yeah, is, it's cool. Yeah, I'm done
0: with it. What I would recommend for for that day, if you don't have them, if you're coming out, get some uh, electronic earmuffs. Oh man, are those money? Oh yeah. You just use plugs so though, they- don't you? I just use plugs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whatever. You go to one of our uh, one of our event sponsors, uh, AutoPro. AutoPro. So they. Sell oh really? Them. They sell them. Yeah. Nice. So,
0: do you want to go through the do you have a list of sponsors you want to talk about or sure
1: Uh, i just need my need my phone yeah i was just saying. Uh, i don't know
0: if you're allowed or i'm sure they wouldn't mind yeah for our 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 one listener would love to hear about your sponsors yeah our listener our
2: listener definitely wants to hear
0: about it that's our that's our joke is we have a listener who's listened (laughs) to our podcast uh
1: you know thousands of times for sure um yeah, so the website. Uh, I guess I didn't even really bring up. The yeah, I will say call so. out the website so people. Where, where do you go to, to sign up? I know you got Facebook. Yeah, so it's all over Facebook. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, all over Facebook, even if you literally it, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, even if you Google it, Google Roseanne Prucka Benefit, and it'll come up. Um, but the uh, the website is RoseannePruckaBenefit dot com. Um, from there, you can go to the uh, the drop down tab. Um, you can select register here, and then just scroll down. Um, yeah, and you can just fill out the form there, and I'll get you get you where you need to be, and I'll get your emails. And
0: I also updated stuff. on. I know a lot, a lot of people follow us on TikTok. Um, I updated the our actual website that's listed in our bio is actually the Roseanne event website. I didn't Sweet. put our podcast website for the time being, while we're coming up to the event. So just awesome. go to our TikTok bio, and that the the link that is link for our website is the actual event page where you can register look at all the details of what's going on and
1: uh yeah yeah so a couple uh, a couple notable sponsors i guess for this event uh um our cart sponsor is uh promatic and promatic basically they uh they're the machines that throw the targets um and jim with promatic is uh pretty much i mean one of the best in the business if not you know the nicest guy in the business i mean he's um he'll do anything for you um and then we have uh the brown family um they made a very generous donation. Um they basically uh covered all the entire cost for dinner. Um nice. so they, they, they paid for dinner. Um so uh different uh donations, Detroit Gun Club, Grand Blank, uh, Huntsman's Club, um Steven Laura Trudeau, um Annalise and Neil Fusner, um down in Ohio, the uh Eagles Nest Sporting Grounds. Talk about a facility. Woo, man, yeah. those guys have got some ground down there. Um the uh, Monroe County Rod and Gun Club, Riverview Police Department, um, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 1206 down in Newark, Ohio, um, American Field Sporting, which they're a, that's a new uh, version of shooting sports, a new discipline, uh, very neat. Um, then JD's Watch Repair, Michigan Sporting Clays Association, Pro Sign Studio, Pacific Sporting Arms um, are the main uh, sponsors for. The stations, uh, so all those are the station sponsors. And then the raffle items are just super cool, man. We have Bear Pelt. Bear Pelt is a, uh, like a shooting vest company, so they make customized uh, shooting vests. Um, the National Sporting Clays Association, Stormy Cromer. Have you guys ever heard of those? Oh, yeah. They're, uh, that's they, a big name sponsor. Yeah. They a- they donated a uh, like a fleece blanket. Go oh, Dude, that thing is awesome. Well, I, I mean, I
0: imagine yeah. that's got to be a high-end blanket. Their hats are like... yeah. Fucking $80. Yeah, super nice. I still want to
1: get one. Yeah. Like, my wife
0: thinks they look goofy. I'm like, you know what? That's a traditional, like, Michigan, like, hunting yeah. hat. Like, I'm, like, awesome. I'm going to get one.
1: Yep. And then we, uh, we mentioned cold Gunsmithing earlier. Uh, Clay Target Vision, um, they donated a, uh, a set of Pila, uh, safety glasses. And they're, like, super high end, uh, safety glasses. Um, pretty awesome. Uh, Rhino Choke Tubes, Rhino donated a, uh, a customized set of chokes with the pink ribbon uh oh, nice. you know, on it. It says Roseanne benefit and uh and all that. And then of course the terrible outdoorsman. The best sponsor of all. You boys uh did a great job and we, we, we really appreciate your guys' support and uh amongst the others are you know, Hunters Creek, uh up in Metamora. They donated a five person hunt. Nice. that's pretty cool. Pheasant hunt, uh guided pheasant hunt then uh yeah the OtoPro, pro um, which is the uh the headphones and the um ear protection and all that and then uh cardinal shooting center man so it's a long uh, list of sponsors huge man huge list of sponsors and you know arguably you know there's not a shoot in Michigan that's been put together in 3 months and that's that's the thing been put together in 3 months that has that's when you started all this was 3 yeah, months ago yes. holy shit yeah it's 3 months we've been we've been busting our tails man um so there hasn't been a shoot that's been put together in three months that has the caliber of sponsors that we have. So that just goes to show you how well supported the Procas are. You know how how everybody just cares for Roseanne and just the yeah. impact that they have. Because well, the community
0: you said though, like the shooting community, that yeah. just shows like the outreach and yep. and stuff you get from that community. Like in three months, you can do this type of event with a hundred and what, 12, 15 shooters, uh, registered shooters at least. Yep. I
1: mean, we told them that, uh, you know, we told them there's going to be 200 for the food. We said 200. So Jeez, oh Pete. We're there, man. That's so, crazy. Um, so, yeah, the Bald Mountain, it's at Bald Mountain Shooting Range uh, located in Lake Orion. Uh, they've got 130 acres up there. So it's a, it's a bunch of land, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, their address is uh, 2500 Kern Road, Lake Orion, Michigan, 48360. Come see us. We'll be there, June fourth, two o'clock. We'll be there Saturday, yeah. June fourth. Yeah, you, uh, you won't be able to miss me. That's what I'm telling <laughs> you. So. All right, but, well, that's awesome. Cool. Well, cool. cheers! Cheers to you, my friend.
0: Cheers! Thank one you final cheers, much. Bob. You can cheers while you're driving, but don't.
1: Well, cheers Wait. with that. Di- you got to go, be right? home by now, <laughs> I, I, right?
0: No, no, I'm still on the road. I got a. I got a Gatorade. I just went through the black hole of uh the territorial black hole oh you didn't hear anything that we said we could have talked so much shit about you
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a couple things oh don't worry i was
0: talking shit about you oh okay well that's cool Um, our our uh, listener didn't hear it so (laughs) 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 you got any uh final comments Uh, Bob?
2: no man i'm good thanks dan i appreciate it
0: yeah thank you appreciate
1: appreciate it guys thanks so much
0: all right well Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, As always, um, check us out on social media. Um, Again, the the link to the uh, Crushing Cancer event is on our TikTok bio, and I will be posting some stuff after I get this podcast posted tonight. Um, So you're going to see lots of blowing this up over the next couple days. So if you're not registered, get your ass registered. Get outdoors and don't be terrible.